0: If you are looking to get involved in the narratives, we are now looking for volunteers to gather information for future biographies. If you or someone you know is interested, email us at Podcast at gmail.com for more information. Hey, everybody. It's us. That was our uh, little message.
1: That was a message. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I guess.
0: That's something I feel like we should start just throwing in at the beginning of episodes. So. I
1: feel like we should pre-record it <clears throat> and then like slip it in. Whatever. That'll Put some tunes th- behind it. Yeah. <laughs> Every podcast I listen to has like a <coughs> intro that's like like thirty seconds or twenty 30 seconds, seconds. Of music. What? Just like a little like to waste of time. You just make the podcast a little longer. Oh. I think intro music would be a great benefit. Sign my petition on helpmedefeatoverlordbrendan.com me defeat <laughs> overlord Brendan. .com. To help get the narratives an actual theme song. We already he wrote one and it was good. But (laughs) it doesn't really apply anymore. (laughs) Like, we can't use it anymore, but it was kind of funny. That was really funny. But we should have a real intro with music and stuff. Okay, fine. All right. Okay. Yay. Thanks, fans, for petitioning. (laughs) (laughs) Also, shout out to Val and Miscellaneous Friends from Idaho. Oh, yeah, and a father... Uh, we, I, I, I asked you to look up his name And you were like He's Papa Preach <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Papa Preach That's preacher. not his name
0: The last episode one Martin of, um, Luther King episode Father Josh Waltz yeah. Is
1: our top listener Yeah so
0: That's uh, weird huh? A few things Just right at the top Here we go here we Uh-oh. go. So um He's going First of all I'm going to apologize For the small little break We had to take So that was Our last episode Was due on Wednesday The October 23rd I don't know Whatever that Wednesday day was Wednesday
1: the October <laughs> Yeah Wednesday
0: the 24th sorry Uh, Unfortunately I've had a really hard time Working on stuff this week Because of um, my scheduling at work So if you want to blame anyone Just blame my my boss Unfortunately the narratives is not like my full time job Although I would love that to be That would be great Help us achieve that goal
1: at Patreon
0: Yeah Um other than that, as you heard, we we're doing some looking for volunteers to help us because it would be a great help to me, and it also just it widens our, our range because we're moving forward here. Yay! Um, and speaking of moving forward day by day, we're going to be trying to we are trying. We're not gonna be. We are trying. <laughs>
1: we're gonna be trying
0: to the to turn the narratives into a sort of nonprofit biography biography encyclopedia. Do you
1: want to watch the biographies? encyclopedia.
0: It's a. Uh, the We talked about this a little bit, Eric and I, a, a sort of not-for-profit biography base for just anyone. You could search up anyone, and the narratives will have eventually covered that one day. Yeah. That's what we're going for. That's the goal. So we're trying to turn this into some sort of um, non-profit encyclopedia that's not like Wikipedia at all. We're going straight to the sources. We're, we're interviewing people and as, no one as we can, forward.
1: Basically, the big difference between Wikipedia and what we're doing is Basically, Brendan and I, mostly Brendan, do all the research, <laughs> <laughs> and then we post it, and no one can edit it. Yeah. No one can be like, lol, bore Ragnarok. Only the
0: volunteers that we have Only like the volunteers
1: that we select slash hire.
0: That will, you know, through um, interviews and finding information, will have biographies that are 100%, hopefully, that's what we're looking for, But 100%. If Truth. I want
1: to volunteer, how can I get a hold of the narratives?
0: Like I said, just go to the, the thing that I mentioned earlier. No, wow. I'm just kidding. <laughs> the narratives <laughs> podcast at gmail.com.
1: That was underwhelming. That was my. Oh, kitten.
0: So that's, that's another um, update. We got a kitten. Yeah, we have a kitten. She's was zooming. On the same day that the episode was supposed to be coming out, we we're like, let's just get a kitten. And that happened.
1: So if she uh, texts any one of us, we are legally entitled to go, ow, and walk away. Yeah, so (laughs) no, that's that's what happens if if someone goes off air. So we're kitten training.
0: uh, That's that's where we are. We got a a cat, and she's kind of hard to control because she's a kitten. But she she is the newest member of the narrative. So she got some. Everyone say hello to Nix, the girl kitty. Yep. Hi. Okay, she's gone now. She's right there. Anyway, um, all of that out of the way. Now we're we're going to be talking about. The Ottomans and the Russians. Yay. It's very uh, underwhelming. I, I don't know. At first, I thought this was going to be the coolest episode, but then I realized that the coolest episode was the Mongol episode, so...
1: It's not going to be the coolest episode.
0: The bi- Well, I guess Stalin... Is probably going to be cool.
1: If you say that's the coolest episode, you're implying all further episodes are going to be less cool than that one. Than the Mongols. I don't know.
0: I th- I had a lot of fun talking about the Mongols. I really like the Mongols.
1: I'm excited for the Russian Revolution. Okay, all very right. excited.
0: Okay, fair enough. But we're we're getting there. So this I is don't the, mean like this is when, the, when
1: Russia revolts. I mean
0: <laughs> on the road to Stalin, we're like almost there. This we can like tweak his nipples. We're so close. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're almost touching them
1: in the. In the nipples. Fun areas.
0: Yeah, I guess. So there we go. Uh, all that out of the way, we're, we're just um, going to jump into what I know about the Ottomans and the pre-Russian revolution. What was What's the best word to put it? Pre- like, like, oh, my God. The kings? The kings. Someone talk
1: about some kings. Someone start a little, like tick backs in the corner like how many times Brendan goes what's the best way to word this
0: um is going to
1: be many so get hyped
0: we uh ended off last episode with Suleiman the Magnificent we mentioned how King Charles V was sort of at war with him indeed it actually doesn't take very long to go from Suleiman the Magnificent to the kings of russia. We almost actually. could have done it
1: in the same episode, honestly. Um,
0: honestly, it could have been like that quickly like Suleiman the Magnificent, boom, here's the connection. So, we knew King Charles V from everyone previously mentioned. Yes. If you haven't checked out those episodes, please go back and check them out.
1: It helps us out a lot.
0: As I've noticed, apparently the least inf- least interesting one is the the uh the oh I forgot the word for it. The um pretty crusades. interesting. Huh? There we go. The that's how uninteresting. Did that I guess. episode
1: not do as well? No.
0: Yeah. All the rest of them are, have a decent amount of listens, but the Crusades. So yeah, if you are gonna skip one. I guess you skip the Crusades.
1: Please don't. That's, <laughs> yeah. There's some fun bits in there.
0: Anyway, go back, check them out, and and then you'll be up to speed. Yeah. At the next level. So here we are. We ended at Charles V, and then we have Sultan Suleiman the Magnificent. Now, a lot of people I've found actually don't know the Ottoman Empire or the history of the Ottomans as as well as any other history, I suppose. It's... So, the Ottoman Empire is where Turkey is today, which is Mm. essentially where Constantinople and um, the Byzantine Empire used to be. Isn't it Byzantine? No, the Byzantine. Trust me. Mm. The Byzantine Empire around the 1100 to 1300 area.
1: Hell yeah, party time.
0: So... In about the 1300s, the 14th century, the Ottomans came to power in the Turkey region. They locked power. Yeah, they came I to power. To they it. sieged Constantinople. It's
1: Istanbul, not Constantinople. Um, so if you have a date in Constantinople, she'll be waiting in Istanbul. Yeah. So it's confusing.
0: It's, it's a little bit hard to understand. But basically what they did, they changed Constantinople, which was the center of the Eastern Orthodoxy of the Catholic Church. Allied with um, the Crusaders, and, and it was basically like, uh oh. Yeah. So there's a whole lot of. Because it's right in the middle of the peninsula of the Black Sea and the Mediterranean. Uh oh. So.
1: No, I don't know anything about that. The
0: Black It's just in, like. <laughs> I know what it is. It's, I just. I don't have a I map don't know that enough I can about it at. to go, uh oh. So. It's all way easier if you're looking at a map and hearing what I'm saying, so. That's the best way I can describe it. Always the,
1: listen to the narrative, sitting <laughs> in front of a map like you're Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> do 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 do. Yeah. Like draw little dots to connect yeah. all this stuff. You'll be like, "What the hell? It's so confusing." Anyway, that's how you
0: never get laid. Constantinople was very important because it, it basically connected the Eastern and the Western world. Oh. And if we're gonna just a brief, brief. History of Constantinople back in when Rome was a thing in <coughs> 300 BC, 300 AD, I guess. There was a bird there. After Caesar died, uh, there's a whole bunch of other emperors, and then one of the emperors, Emperor Constantine, was like, fuck Rome. I mean, God, oh, uh, swear jar time. Hey. So, we <laughs> will get out of here. Swear this jar. is a
1: Christian server.
0: I actually have money, so I guess. You're
1: putting a. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to put That's like it. a 20. That's it. I'm gonna borrow this for when I swear next. Oh, <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> Which will be. I'm, I'm holding on to the swear drawer idea. So that was the easiest five dollars I ever gave away. Well, wow. hmm. sad. Yeah, it is. Anyway, back when Constantine was like heck Rome,
1: <laughs> freaking heck Rome, freaking heck Rome can freaking heck its freaking self.
0: Um, she not she he basically <laughs> adopted uh, Catholicism. Because until then, Rome was, was like, oh, go, go, um what's his name? Like, go Plato. And no, not Plato. <laughs> I guess they were still like, go Plato. But <laughs> the the planets Neptune and, the, you know, that Roman mm-hmm. thing. Like Astrology? Neptune. No, no. The gods. God, like, they borrowed the Greek thing and then renamed them off. The, and that's how we have the planets names. So Neptune was the god of the sea, which was also Poseidon. Yeah. Zeus was... um I don't know, not Uranus, I don't know, whatever. He
1: He probably was with all the banging he was doing. So
0: we have all those Roman gods and stuff. But then the Christians came by and they are like, hey, look, Jesus is a guy and he did a thing.
1: You mean that wizard hippie from like 100 years ago? Well, whatever. And
0: Roman initially was like, we can't condone Christianity. That doesn't make any sense. They drink blood. Yeah, what, what are you doing? Drinking the blood of Christ, you... They're just a bunch of cannibals. And then I Constantine like, was converted.
1: I feel like Christians back then were like, come have this goblet of blood. It's grape juice. We're just having some fun. Come yeah. on in. You want to sacrifice a They're goat? Like, it's cheap. It's all the Romans pre-cooked. were like, cannibal. <laughs> so, no, we're just trying to celebrate yeah. the plentiful fall solstice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all. And
0: then Constantine was like, you can love Jesus. I'm okay with that. And oh. then he loved Jesus too. Oh, and that's then nice. after that, he was like, By Rome and they moved to a new place in the east, which was now known as Constantinople Orlando. Oh. No. (laughs) So he made a new town off of himself. He moved all of Rome not all of it, but he left Rome. Oh, that makes sense. And he was like, Constantinople, the Eastern Orthodoxy.
1: Screw you, previous pope. But we already had Lego. And then there's the whole
0: yeah, so now if you're a little bit confused because you've been listening along, the Pope of the West, the Western Pope, the Pope, all the Popes we talked about during the Crusades and stopped.
1: Pope in the West. <laughs> Quick draw. <laughs> Be- holy <the> water. Okay. <laughs> that's the best. Oh, that's funny. Gun Pope. <coughs> I shoot holy water and sage leaves at you. I got a little bit of a sore throat, so I'm trying to speak clearly. Don't worry about it, sweetie. Yeah.
0: <laughs> So the Western <laughs> Popes basically only had control over Rome for a little bit, and then they were attacked by a bunch of barbarians, and Heck. that's when the fall of Rome happened, Aww. around 900.
1: Rome was okay. What'd and then you... the
0: French came by, and then Europe revitalized into the semi-dark ages, the late dark ages, I guess.
1: Thanks, the French. I assume it was like the gray ages. So I like the gray ages. Yeah.
0: Well, th- anyway, this, this whole history we can go into any other time, but I'm just trying to get you up to speed. When's
1: the other time?
0: Some other series that we'll talk about, so now we have the Western Church, and then the the whole bunch of Crusades happen in the Eastern Church now around thirteen hundred after the Crusades have ended, blah blah blah. there's Constantine's power. we're not Constantine anymore. He's not like eight hundred years old. Uh, <laughs> so the the power of Constantinople, which was the Byzantine Empire, is dwindling so much so that it basically has no power outside of its own state, so it's it's city walls are essentially the only power of the Byzantines. And this so, is because the Ottoman Empire is beginning to rise. So it all started with this one tribe, basically like the Mongols in the in the south, this little tiny city. They all just started
1: beating people, beat I guess. my servants, repeat.
0: Yeah. And then they took over. Oh. And they took over the Byzantine Empire, and that basically allowed them to have a whole lot of control. Which, the interesting uh, thing...
1: What? Control corrupts people, though. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's a big theme throughout world history. Yeah. You'll learn that a lot. Power corrupts. It's basically the connecting line throughout all of this. Except for Leonardo da Vinci when he's like... Him, it was just... Dick. Yeah. (laughs) Dick corrupt.
1: Yeah, dick corrupts. A message from the government of... Was that a swear? Dick? No, it's a person's name. It can't be a swear. Oh, okay. Fair enough. (laughs) So don't trust dick, everyone. There's no form of dick that is a swear. Uh... Even cock isn't a swear.
0: Well, I think if you went to, like, school, and you were like, you, dick you
1: dick, yeah. <laughs> get off my dick.
0: You'd probably get it. <laughs> okay, anyway. so I just
1: sanded my new dick.
0: The Ottoman Empire now has control of Constantinople, which it renames Istanbul, which basically means... What? Uh,
1: what what do Didn't you mean, Istanbul go from Constantinople and now Constantinople's Istanbul again? No. Oh, you're just recapping.
0: I'm just saying, it was Constantinople mm-hmm. from previous from 1300 to from like 300 AD to 1300. It was Constantinople, yes, because it was the Byzantine Empire. The Byzantine Empire wasn't that long, but whatever. Like it was Constantinople, and then the Ottoman Empire came, sacked Constantinople right, in under like three months. It was really, really short. There was basically like nobody. Everyone died because of the Black Plague, and the Ottomans were like, yay, and they Thanks, came in. plague mics. <laughs> yeah, basically. And so Constantinople died, and then Istanbul, they renamed it because it was not Constantinople. They didn't want to affiliate with Constantine or anything like that. So Istanbul's not Constantinople. Not anymore. That's since 1300, Whoa. it's it's been renamed. I
1: understand why they wrote a song about this to help me understand.
0: It's It's literally so simple. So... Constantinople. I understand now. I yeah. understand. It, it, the, the whole song is in it. The song really helped. It's <laughs> nobody's business but the Turks because the Turks took over and they wanted to
1: I don't remember that in the song.
0: Cuz Constantin <laughs> here's, here's how it works. The best way to describe it. Constantinople has links with the Eastern Orthodoxy. Istanbul has links with Islam. Istanbul was originally named Islambol. Oh. So that's like it, it eventually turned into Istanbul. But it was, like, it, through translation and time, its original name yep, means yep, Islambo, yep. which is the center of Islam. So instead of it being the center of Constantine, it's now the center of Islam.
1: And now it's Florida. Yeah. So there's a couple of...
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know why I agreed to that. I
1: also don't know why you agreed to that.
0: Anyway, we're talking about Florida here, people. It's, no. This is in the east, the, Medi- the Mediterranean, the eastern Mediterranean. Yes, continue. So now we have a bunch of Ottomans that come by, and they, they basically expand their territory. There's Sultan the I. Hey. He's the first Suleim. Other than that, he expands the empire quite a bit, and I got to fact check myself just to make sure that I'm pretty sure he's the father of Suleiman, who's the man we were just talking about. Yeah, going off Charles your notes
1: v. is always a good idea.
0: So Selim I, I'm just going to double check, make sure... Suleiman I was the son of the I. So there we go. We're all the way back. So under Sule- Suleim, the I of the Ottoman Empire, it expands to huge areas now. It's almost like. Almost like when Genghis Khan did that? Almost like Rome and Genghis Khan. So when Rome surrounded the Mediterranean for a little bit, now the Ottoman Empire surrounded a huge chunk of the Mediterranean. They had power over the Muslims, essentially.
1: The power of Muslims!
0: <laughs> Which was sort of going on earlier in the, um... Previously
1: on the Power of Muslims.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm trying to think of the best... On the lower, if you're looking at your map again, which you should be because you're in class. Bring out your
1: map, boy, then Grove. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm the map. I'm the map. Here's Everyone pull Islam. Out your
1: protractor, and if you measure so, the angle...
0: Well, if you're looking at this, go, go to, like, the southeast corner of the Mediterranean. Get on a plane. Imagine, like, <laughs> going there... <laughs> Walk around for a little bit and then be like, oh, okay.
1: History happened here. Yeah. Wow. So
0: around that area is where the Ottomans were now. And before that, the Muslims were all over. So going way back to the Umayyad Caliphate, they basically, this is just a little name dropping, they surrounded yeah. the southern Mediterranean and made their way up to Spain. But then Spain chased them back. And then the Ottomans basically You get reinforced. out of here, you kids. And so the tip of northern Africa was now like Muslim and the hmm. Eastern Egypt Muslim and the East Jerusalem Muslim and the power Jewish Muslim. So there's a, a like Ain't a whole a bunch of Jewish. stuff going on. <laughs> yeah, basically that's what we're looking at in the Middle East right now. Okay, I understand. So now the Ottoman Empire. I gotta remember where I started this little tangent. The Ottoman Empire was. Um, yeah, it was. Where did I start? The, I'm trying to. My heart is to figure out where I started off. We talked about Salim. Yes, Salim was now um, expanding the territory because of a Muslim power because of the yeah. religion. You know, a lot of a lot of places, except for the the Mongols, really expanded through religion. Um,
1: That's better than murdering people, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, I but guess. they had they had I power, so
0: they were able to unite and say, you know, we're the center of of Muslim, and they're like, well, what about you know Mecca and stuff. And they're like, "No, worry about that." So, <laughs> what? <laughs> Basically, they a lot of trade went through the Istanbul now because it was the Eastern Mediterranean and China Silk Road stuff because Marco Polo. And you you know. know the drill. Yeah. So now we have Salim the First taking over a bunch of stuff, and then Suleiman the First comes along and he takes over even more stuff. No, my stuff. And he has the whole. Battle with Charles V, and Charles V is like, I'm going to become Caesar and take over Europe, and then he fails, and then Suleiman
1: the I was like, I'll do that. No. Help. And he does it. I have a question. Is Caesar a position? No. Or Caesar's is a person. Okay. Julius. Caesar. I know Julius Caesar. I just. I was one. I
0: Back then, though, it's actually a really good point. A lot of people thought that they would attain the position of Caesar. Yeah. So there's a whole bunch of names. That's why names. I'm confused,
1: because you just name dropped it like it was a position. Yeah. A lot of. Um,
0: kings and stuff wanted to become you know he was basically renowned throughout history as being the great Caesar the one who controlled all of the Mediterranean under his grasp
1: right I control all the salads yeah (laughs) so
0: everyone wanted to be Caesar and so there's I don't know what exact terms are but there's a ton of ones that are borrowed from Caesar you know the great Caesar and stuff like that like I'm pretty sure Tsar which we're getting into means Caesarish which is where it comes from, <laughs>
1: Caesar-ish.
0: So Tsar-ish, being like Caesar-ish. Yeah, it's kind of like that. I know that's for, that's one hundred percent. That's me not just being like I hypothetically. That's um where the the uh, name Tsar comes from, the Tsar of Russia, is being Caesar. Oh. So that's one of the few that. So, Suleiman the First and King Charles or King Henry the. Sick. Whatever the last guy was that we talked about, King Henry
1: the last guy. <laughs>
0: I gave up. There's so many kings. The one of the Holy Roman Empire. They both wanted to retain Caesar because they're basically, if you're following history, the, which you
1: are because you're listening, yeah.
0: The one king is part of the Western Orthodoxy, which is the Orthodoxy. Sorry, the Pope of the West, the standard Pope that we know today in America and whatnot, the Pope you know of, of Catholicism. And then there's the Eastern Orthodoxy, which was then taken over by Istanbul. And or sorry, the Ottomans who then renamed it Istanbul. So now you have Muslim and Catholicism, and one thinks that Caesar is is you know Muslim represented, and one thinks there Caesar was neither, of course. But they wanted to reclaim the Mediterranean as their own. That's the great goal. Suleiman the First, of course, does not do this. What are you looking really confused?
1: I don't know what's happening anymore. You don't <laughs> just go.
0: You're just really tired, I think.
1: I'm going to re-listen to this, because this has been by far the most confusing episode we've ever There's done. There's a ton
0: of stuff going on. And You're I'm zooming. I am. I'm trying to get through it all. And also, in your kind of like,
1: well, I think maybe it's this, but it could be this. It's like also kind of,
0: yeah. I'm, <laughs> sorry, let me reiterate. So, the Western Orthodoxy, I'm just going to repeat myself. The Western Orthodoxy, which is the Pope, which is... Every Pope that we've talked about, the the whole Crusades, Popes, and everything, mm-hmm. all the way up to Pope, what's his name right now? Francis? Yeah, I think, whatever. And and Pope, you know, Pope Leo X, the bad guy, you know. Yeah, he
1: wasn't that good. That happened
0: in the West, and the West was <laughs> made up of Europe. Yes. That's the leftovers from when Caesar attacked Europe and controlled Europe for a little bit. Okay. Now, he didn't remain control over the east for a while because Constantinople and then the empire split. So he had control over the east for a while or he didn't? He did. This is back in 300 AD. This is way back when the Romans, you know, took over everything. Yes. So if you were to draw a circle around the Mediterranean, that's what the Romans had. Now, as the empire, as all empires fall, you know, the Mongol Empire at this point in the today is is small. But back in the Mongol Empire, great days it was
1: huge, right? That's so they why all it was recede the great days, yeah,
0: they all recede and they break apart. That's how empires work, because you can never control that much territory.
1: Mm, okay. so So the Western the, area is yeah. breaking apart at this point. so
0: here's what we're looking at in 300, it breaks apart into the east and the west, the East is Constantinople, yes, and the West is Europe eventually in the 700s the Europe is united through France his his name is um, Charlemagne Charlemagne reunites Europe and then he has four sons and all four sons split off into four different empires and anyway that's how Europe happened basically Charlemagne we'll talk about that in another set of episodes Charlemagne is amazing so now we have the West in 700 AD yes so we have Charlemagne he's got Europe there's no more Rome, no more of that. Bye, Rome. And the east, we have the formations of the Byzantine Empire. Now, around 1200, we've got, like, Italy and all that, and, like, Little France and stuff like that. <laughs> little France, like, it's part of... What Little, up, Italy, little France? Little Italy, and Little France, and... Little France anyway. just dropped
1: a hot mixtape. So,
0: we've got, like, that. there's no real unification, and, and Britain's doing its own little thing, and
1: Anyway, they're trying to rebuild. There's the Catholicism, though.
0: That's that's sort of united. So everyone in the West, like if if you know where Russia is and you know where the Mediterranean is, it's everything Western from European. There, yeah, that's all Catholic. Now on the other side, the Byzantines, also at the same time, there's the Russians going on that have Yay. followed the Constantinople. They have followed the Byzantine Empire, and they now have a sort of Eastern Orthodoxy following. Yeah. So there's two different... Catholic. this is why it's confusing. There's two different versions of Catholicism or Catholic. There's the Western and Eastern.
1: And then we talk about the one guy who split off and created his own version that was eventually Protestant.
0: That's... Yeah, that's what we're talking about in the Reformation. So yes, it's the Reformation. So the Reformation involves Martin Luther and a whole bunch of other
1: stuff, you know. So I think part of the reason I'm confused is we did the Martin Luther episode. <laughs> because I was, like, feeling on track, and then Martin Luther threw off my timeline.
0: But I'm, I think I'm back on track. I think that's what I forgot to mention earlier.
1: Martin Luther was not a part of this yeah. timeline.
0: Martin Luther King Jr. was, was a special Martin episode. Martin Luther King Jr. was just a link. It, was just, it wasn't a link, sorry. Not in that sense. Like <laughs> His name, sake, comes from Martin Luther, which was part of the Reformation. We just figured it was a, like, why not talk about him, so. Yeah, so... That has nothing to do with all this. And you, you can tell because it says part one, part two, part three, part four, part five. Martin Luther. Martin Luther does not have any of that. It's no. just Martin Luther.
1: Okay, back on track.
0: So now we have, <coughs> and sorry for this being like a recap, but we have the West, Europe. We have the East, which is Byzantine Empire, which yep. is Eastern Orthodoxy. And this is around 1100. Yes. So this is Marco Polo and, and stuff. You know, coming That's out, already happened. 1200s. Happens that's Marco Polo in the 1200s. Now we're in the 1300s. Yeah. There's the Silk Road, blah blah blah. Genghis Khan comes up. He takes over all of Russia, all of all that in the east.
1: He gets a huge amount of land and yeah. then he dies and he's replaced by Kublai Khan and then then yeah. he all loses a bunch. Kublai Khan lost a bunch of land, didn't yeah. he? There's, so
0: it all just recedes after Mongol.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: And then so we have Russia who's now following. So this is like the biggest picture we can paint. Russia has now taken a piece of the Byzantine Empire. Oh, you go. to Which is Empire. why we have the... Um, what's that big building in Kremlin, Moscow? The giant, like, domes and stuff. Like
1: um, this. I know what it is. I just can't think of the name. Yeah. The only thing I think of is Kremlin.
0: It, it's not the Kremlin, but it's, <laughs> it's... If you go to the square, that giant square in Russia, in Moscow, sorry. The giant oh. square in Moscow. The one church is on the other side and then the Kremlin's on the other. It looks
1: like a bunch of Easter eggs on the top. Yeah.
0: This is the best way... Actually, I explained it to Kelsey this way. She asked me this question. And I pulled out my history book and I said, Here, look. How often the difference do you pull the Western, out your history book? <laughs> often. The difference between the Western Orthodoxy and the Eastern Orthodoxy. I think we were talking about churches, but this is like it, it basically falls suit. The Western Orthodoxy church will always have a cross at the top, whereas the Eastern Orthodoxy church will always have a ball at the top. Uh. The ball. You know those types of churches? They'll have the balls. and then You like know the, the
1: ball churches? Yeah.
0: They look like an onion that you just pop on top. And Much like,
1: like an ogre. They have yeah. layers. So that's
0: the difference there. Now, of course, everything gets mixed up because the Ottomans come into play. A little bit before this, in around 1200s, the Umayyad Caliphate gained power because they're the Umayyad Caliphate, they just have power in, in because of the Silk Road, basically. In
1: the Umayyad Caliphate? Where are they descending from?
0: They're descending... So, they come from Muslims, which come from the original Muhammad. Which is part of... Where's
1: that geography, otherwise?
0: That is um, Mecca, and that's... I don't know the states. Is it Eastern Um, or Western? That's East. Okay. So, this is like, if you were to, you know, Egypt, and then Jerusalem, that area, just under Jerusalem, and like a little bit down, is Mecca. I don't know what state that is right now. I'm pretty sure that's... That's okay. Iran or something. Anyway... Now, and that's around the Mediterranean, that's, um, sorry, the, the two rivers, the Nile? No, way back, way back history, if we're talking like 2,000 years, this is just like a little hint thing. Um, the two rivers, in between two rivers, the Mesopotamia.
1: Oh, yeah, ancient Mesopotamia. Yeah, so this is
0: Mecca's near Mesopotamia. Anyway, the Ottomans come from that sort of region because of the Muslim power in that region the desert and all that has a ton of Muslim because of Mecca, that's where it is. Yeah. The Umayyad the Umayyad sorry, the Umayyad Caliphate expand and then they decrease and then the Ottomans come shortly after and the Ottomans sort of retrace those steps, reuniting the Muslims.
1: And the Ottomans believe in Muslim. Okay. They were yeah. Okay. The Ottomans were Muslim or okay. Islam.
0: So now we have Constantinople turns into its temple. Yep. Which is now turning into Islam.
1: Oh, this is the first time I feel like I understand something, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: So everyone we should now be all cut up. And that's history, you know. Don't be And that's history. We're done. If you if you understood it the first time around, then great. You Then how? I don't know. Uh, <laughs>
1: what special If
0: skill? you now understand it even clearer, we're all cut up. So now we have Suleiman I, like I said, all the way back. He's taken over a bunch of land. He's, Suleiman's the first son. His next heir I don't remember the name exactly. Is uh, sorry. The next heir after Suleiman is Selim the Second. Yes. Now here's where we're coming into Russia. Yeah. Selim the Second. Right away, he signs a treaty with this man named Ivan the IV Fourth of Russia, a- otherwise known K-A, as Ivan, Ivan the, the Terrible. terrible. Uh oh. Ivan, Ivan the uh oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to cough. So Ivan the Terrible. Shame. Basically starts, if you were to link the Russian
1: Revolution to anybody... It'd be this guy. Ivan the Terrible. It'd be big eyebrows, creepy ghost face looking...
0: So now, Russian history up till this point is really interesting, actually. So, before... it's, It's... before Ivan, it's essentially known as the Kievan Rus, and we've talked about this just a little bit because we said the Mongol Empire and the Mongol Empire extended into Russia and then appointed Russians yeah. to be the leaders of the land. So essentially back then, we're going back to the Mongol episode, which again is 1300s, the um, Kievan Rus would essentially have a tiny bit of taxpaying money that they would control, which they would then send to the Mongols this gave them power because they were collecting the money and they can like you know use the money collecting
1: the people who were farming food yeah. they were in control of that special and area. they could
0: scrape off the top so they it yeah. was known that they took money off the top and became more powerful from that well of course and so as time goes on there's these little principalities that happen and then they unite to create more and more and then before Ivan the Terrible there's a little civil war that happens and they eventually strive. There's it's the only victory actually that anyone has against the Mongols where...
1: That's impressive.
0: I mean, there's like... It, it's the only victory where someone attacks the Mongols and wins. The Mongols attacked someone and lost. So that happened a ton. But never, except for this one time when the Russians attacked the Mongols, they won and they drove the Mongols out. Yeah. And then we flash forward a little bit and we run into Ivan the Terrible. Hi. Now, this is a great place if you want to stop and, and just...
1: Process everything.
0: Yeah. This is an excellent spot.
1: I know I am. There's a ton and of I'm stuff right going here. on
0: in European history. I'm basically summarizing like four years of university courses. If you were ever to like study world history, that's what that would be. I'm I'm condensing this into an hour basically.
1: So don't feel ashamed if you have to like restart because yeah. I'm, I'm... I took
0: yeah. a world history course um, in my last year in high school. It was an AP course and... I scored a four out of five on my AP exam. So, that, I mean, that's where my information comes from. Yikes. Not because I'm, like... Humble brag. Sorry. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to prove. my... I know. I'm, I was
1: joking. I guess. There's no shame oh, in being, sorry. like, I did good in something. So, <laughs> I'm going to be like, fuck you. I learned a ton. I, I swore. Here's my five bucks. Oh, where'd you get that five bucks from, huh? I have a friend of mine. Yeah. <laughs> Don't give it to the kitten. Yeah, he... He's She's not know. a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> Actually,
0: so yeah, you can take a break now. Obviously you could have just paused it earlier. Perfect but if time you came back from the break.
1: Thanks for coming back, and now yeah. we're gonna talk about our sponsors.
0: Yeah, great. Now we can stop okay. talking for like thirty seconds.
1: Huh. I wanna give a shout out to Rob Vote eighties, one of my all time favorite human beings. He's still pumping out great content. He's a born writer. He's actually written quite a few novels. Did he come um, out of the womb sorry, did he come out of the womb writing? Yep. Neat. He wrote, because <laughs> he couldn't read yet. Um but he's an amazing dude. I know him personally. I've known him not that long, but he's he's has a special place in my heart and it would be very, very nice if you went and supported him on Rob 80s. Leave a comment saying, Hey, I I'm, I'm the that tall guy from the narrative said I should be here, so I'm yeah. here now. My favorite article good. is
0: the Star Wars one. Yeah, you read it? Yeah, that was a good Pretty one. Pretty good, huh? Mhm. I like that one. I'm not I feel like start. we do the same sponsors every time, so our new sponsor this
1: week is uh, Shrek. Shrek 2. Shrek 2, the PS2 game. Shrek 2 is often underrated as a PS2 game, but mm. I find it has a lot of like hidden charms. Oh, yeah. Such as the Shrek Battle Royale. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Or where you just... Oh, man. That was yeah, another shout out
0: to uh, Shrek. What was that game that we played the one time?
1: Oh, shit. I don't have you another swear. five, but yeah. uh, Shrek something. I don't
0: know. The Shrek Smash? Oh, yeah, Shrek Smash. <laughs> I don't know. It's not that name, but that, it was really a really good game. Anyway. But
1: seriously, though, go check out RobVodadies at Rob com. If I'm
0: ever going to just shout out, I don't know. Shout out to Doctor
1: Who. He's a good TV show. It is pretty good. We're um, on the David Tennant season right now. Ant Man and the Wasp is good. That was pretty good. Spoiler alert. Uh oh. Han Solo died at the end, which made really sad. But.
0: Yeah. All right. Um, I know we're back. With more, you don't more want to argument. plug Kelsey's art. I feel like I just plug her so much.
1: Um, <laughs> sorry. I really hate that sentence. <laughs> I wow, p- I I plug Vote Eighties all the time, dude, and I'm not feeling any shame about it. So, <laughs> go ahead and plug Kelsey for me. Okay, all right. I just <laughs> sorry.
0: sorry, Kelsey. It's I don't know. Not a I know swear you know said,
1: jar but. worthy, but it almost should be. <laughs>
0: sorry. Wow. Okay. So, Kelsey Robinson is this artist. She, um, uh, a little bit of history. is artist we've heard of. <laughs> 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 That's my history of music. So, in grade uh, 12, um, I don't remember. <laughs> I was in grade 11. I remember grade 12. Yeah, well. we, we both, I, I took AP history, or not, I took AP art along with Kelsey. Kelsey took AP art as well. So... She took art, and we had to do some 24 pieces. She ended up doing around 30. She was one of the most prolific in the class. And she ended up scoring a 4 out of 5 on the exam as well. Why the AP exams are scored out of 5, don't ask me, but for some reason they are. Anyway, I scored a 2 out of 5, so that's my art
1: score. Get wrecked. Yeah. Nice stick figure. It was was pretty fun.
0: But you can check out all her art, including the ones that she submitted to get that 4 out of 5. For a global competition, so if you're if you're curious, actually, those who score four to five rank as below 15% of those who who um, partake in the exam. So she's above
1: 15%. Basically, means you're very talented. Yeah,
0: she's a very talented artist. In layman's terms, and you can check her out on Robinson. K underscore art on Instagram, and all her art is they are. And don't forget to check
1: out Shrek 2 at your local video game store. Video game trader Shrek 2 go. Anyway. Tell we sent you. Back to the Ottomans. So, actually, it's back to the
0: the Russians now. Hey. So. I'm trying. The history of the Russian Empire begins with the Kievan Rus. Uh, Now, the Kievan Rus begins early, early on, as well as all European powers. It's undocumented history, blah, blah, blah. Tribes and stuff, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, that happens. Blah, blah, blah. And then the mm -hmm. uh, Mongols Mongols happen, blah, blah, blah. The Mongols... Oh, my, the Mongols. Uh Uh-oh. And then uh, there's a little bit of a civil war against the Mongols. Don't ask me who fought in it. I don't know. I don't know. So that happens. Do you really care? And then we come to a big guy named Ivan Ivan the the Terrible. Terrible. Now, why is he called Ivan the Terrible?
1: Because he was really nice and he donated a lot of money to his community?
0: Yeah. You got it. No, actually, he enslaved a bunch of people.
1: I was talking to my dad today about this. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do a podcast on Ivan the Terrible later. And he was like, Ivan the Terrible actually did a lot of great things for that country.
0: Yes. And I was. Well, like, also he enslaved a bunch of people hmm. and killed a bunch of people. That it's an didn't odd to
1: stance to be like, he is the best. So Ivan the Terrible <laughs>
0: is known for being the first purger, I suppose, of Russia. Russia undergoes oh, no. a ton of purges, as we know. Oh, no. And as we'll get into Ivan the Terrible's purge is the very first one that happens when the leader basically goes, let's get out these haters. Hey,
1: why do I need to feed my people? I mean, well, if this one's not a feeding
0: problem. He just kills them. He just literally just goes out and is, not himself, but he sends people out to go and kill a bunch That's of people. That's still murder by proxy. Yeah. You're still a dick. Yeah, it's a purge.
1: <laughs> if you get someone to murder someone else, you're still a dick. That is the official stance of the narratives.
0: Yeah. So, Ivan the Terrible expanded Russia and united Russia. Just kind of like the Mongol Empire, except for he did it way differently with when way it came to power. more slaves. So, yeah, he had a ton of slaves. He exported, traded slaves. That's a big thing. Hmm. Um, and this is where a lot of people um, relate the idea of slaves coming from the word Slav. Latin. Oh. there is way too much conjecture there to ever make it pure point. It's unknown where the word slave
1: actually comes from. No, his slaves, quote, well, I don't want to say quote unquote slaves, but they were definitely slaves. But were they black slaves or were they just whoever's closest we're going to enslave them?
0: I don't, I don't know actually. That's, I feel like they, that's a question for a Russian historian. I'm just a guy historian. Hmm. <laughs> like I, I don't actually know. In that area, I imagine they were probably Slavic. Yeah, because every
1: time I hear the word slave, I immediately think of the African slave trade. But this was probably like... like Much like the Mongols, where they'd go to a village, they'd kill a bunch of people, and they'd take like half the population as slaves.
0: S- sort of, yeah. Just take slaves. That's what Ivan the Terrible did, because he wasn't great. So... He's not called Ivan the... Okay. Ivan the Amazing Guy. No, he's Ivan the Bad guy. Ivan the Police Stop. So, he basically has a bunch of slaves. And yes, I would say that... They'd be all sort. They'd range from Slavs to white people, really. Which is, aren't Slavs weird. just
1: white people, though? I
0: guess I don't know. There's like I, I don't even. Look, I'm not gonna look... get into it. Anyway, he had slaves. Period. We're gonna say that. Now he traded a bunch of these slaves with um, for Europe sheep and wood. And, and uh, how he knew so we could build a... City. The um, where my phone go? Oh, how it's do you a, know? It's a Catan joke. How he knew Salim the second was because in 1570, ambassadors of Ivan IV concluded at Constantinople a treaty that restored friendly relations between Sultan and the Tsar. Now, I don't know why it says Constantinople in this article, because oh. it should say Istanbul. Obviously, someone didn't do the it research. It
1: is Istanbul. Mm-hmm. Right now, at this time, it is Istanbul.
0: And yes, in this time at 1570, it's definitely Istanbul. Yes. So I'm going to edit that after. If
1: you say Constantinople one more time, I'm so pet this kitten mine. <laughs> Yay. So yeah, there's a ton of
0: relationships between Suleiman or Suleim Selim the second of the Ottoman Empire and Ivan the Terrible of Russia, because Ivan the Terrible had a great big army and he well, what was the best way to put
1: this? Oh, that's number two, maybe.
0: Uh it's only two out of the whole thing.
1: Um well you you have like changed up your wording, but like you've basically conscription? C- I don't know. Like
0: basically just when a bunch of army people came to his power he just like took slaves and then made them army people stuff like that like he had a standing oh. army of huge amounts yeah Kinda around like 40,000 which was un- unparalleled for the time we're going
1: to talk about that in the revolution too with like the bolsheviks mm-hmm. and the mensheviks yeah, how they just kind of recruited people that anyone they anyone who didn't murder. They were like, interesting.
0: Hey. We're gonna go back to the Ottomans just for a second because I'm reminded of this really interesting thing. The Ottomans are the only ones who ever did this. They had this distinct ruling class system. Now, oh. this is very. I still am confused about it today because of how it works, but it's super interesting. I'm interested. So there was two different classes. There was the slave class, and there was the average people. Now. As Oops. you would think, a slave class would be below average people, but in fact the slaves were above average people. Because they were working. No, because actually there was two paths that a slave could take. What? They were called slaves because they were basically, well they were slaves, but they were also... Um, what's
1: Owned by I the government?
0: said what's the best way to put this. They were... Owned by the government, and they were brainwashed essentially. Oh, like MK Ultras. Now a slave could become a janissary, or a nobleman, and this was to prevent. They did this to prevent people from lobbying to become heiresses, apparently, or, or like air-
1: Like the French Revolution, where they're like, "We were born slaves. There's no possible no, way no, no, no. we can ever become above a slave." No, no. That's no. what they were trying to avoid with no, this No, they were
0: trying to avoid uh, completely different, actually. So, there's a nobleman, and the nobleman has a do- like a son, and then there's the king, and the king has a daughter. Now, the king's daughter needs to be married, and the nobleman says, I have this much money, let me marry her. Well, no, this doesn't exist in um, the Ottoman Empire, because there were no noblemen. They were all slaves. The only noblemen could be slaves, and slaves didn't have any money. So that got rid of people lobbying. Uh, Like, it doesn't make any sense why they would Yeah, you're losing
1: me. They
0: got rid of people lobbying for... And maybe someone else would be better to describe this, but this is how I understood. This is, like, literally how it's described in, in history. They got rid of people who lobbied to be married to the kings and prevented, essentially, people fighting over the throne by having slaves be noblemen. So the slaves were the noblemen, or they were the Janissaries, and the Janissaries w- worked in their favor because they were slaves, and they're basically you could buy away your freedom by becoming an army man.
1: My unprofessional opinion is that's stupid. That's really that's a horrible it works. system. How it does works that really work? well.
0: What? Because the slaves never revolted, I guess. Because they were given jobs. They Great. just weren't paid. <sighs> they just got housing, really.
1: <sighs> so that's
0: how it worked. Right. <laughs> so what?
1: That's good. It's good
0: to hear, I, right? I love that. That's Positive so slavery. Good. Mm,
1: I yeah. love when people just make slavery sound like a utilitarian society. It's
0: Obviously, it's not great, but it's also, the word slave is kind of weird in this sense.
1: It's, because it's, yeah. You're anyway. not being paid for your labor.
0: But you also get like and you're, nice living. So it's like a weird slavery.
1: That's still slavery. I imagine,
0: like, B- being fed constantly and do they being have? a nobleman, and doing your job, but not like having any money that you can do anything with—that's slavery. So you live. Well, here's how I could put it to you: Would you pass down the opportunity to live with the queen, for f- like you never got paid, but you lived in the queen's house? All you had to do was pretend to be the queen or the king.
1: Oh, bitch! I'm gonna pretend to be the queen forever. No, you're a slave. But also, I'm in drag. So
0: see, <laughs> you're also a slave.
1: <laughs> slave. No. Anyway,
0: that's the whole this how the slave system worked in the Ottoman Empire. I hate it, which is really confusing. As I said, it still confuses me. Ugh. now Ivan the Terrible, this other guy that we're talking about here.
1: This was the other guy, he's not really related, except he's the focus of the episode. Sort of. He, um.
0: Now has consolidated power in Russia and united the tribes of Russia under one. So now That's we have totalitarian rule, basically. Not one dude good. Who says, I own all of Russia. And he declared himself the Tsar, the great Caesar, basically. So he hmm. declared himself that and began the Romanov, or, or sort of, I think it was the Romanovs. There's I... two basic families of Russia in history. The Romanovs being the main one, which lasted, it's one of the longest running, um, what's, the, what's
1: the word? It's also where Rasputin kind of sneaks into the Romanovs, yeah. physically showing up and being like, I can... So I'll we got a lot to later. cover in
0: 50 minutes of the Romanovs, but there's a lot of stuff going on. So Ivan the Terrible has a bunch of sons, and, and they're also bad, but it goes on and on <laughs> and on. And Russia becomes its own sort of state now because of its power. Instead of it being just, you know, that's the Kievan Rus over there. now hey. it's, That is the Russian Tsars. Hello! So we come to, I believe the first one is Peter the Great that we'll talk about. So Peter the Great of Russia, uh, let me just get this time frame right. So um, Ivan the Terrible was around the 1500s. Now we're jumping ahead. They all knew each other. So this is how we're connecting it, the road to Stalin. They all knew each other. Through family line. Um, Peter the Great ruled from 1682 to 1725. That's pretty long. Yeah. He was one of the earlier Russian rulers. Was Um, he a
1: good guy or was he like... So he was
0: the first... uh, Sorry, I I said Ivan the Terrible was not... Was a Romanov. This is... Peter the Great was the first of the Romanovs.
1: Yeah, we know. So
0: there's a few things that he did which are really uh, like bad... For one thing, he built the city of St. Petersburg, which oh. was the capital of Russia for a long time.
1: Oh, no. Until... Spoiler alert. Slaves. So, <laughs> I've been doing research on the Russian Revolution, and I know that St. Petersburg, nothing mm-hmm. good happened there. So,
0: Peter was like, I am better go build a town. Your grandpa? No. Sorry. Not, not my grandpa. Peter, as in Peter the Great. Mm-hmm. He was like, I declare myself as being amazing. I'm Peter the Great. I'm going to go build a town after <laughs> myself. <laughs>
1: Is that why he's called Peter the Great? Yeah, basically. He's like, I just need a self-esteem boost today. I'm yeah. Peter the Great. Yeah. And I'm going to go get something done. So we went and built a, um, a town. I made it out of plywood and plywood. And slaves. And slaves. And they so all did it. I just looked at them.
0: The, the weirdest, like, when I'm people look at, look at uh, yeah. St. Petersburg, they're basically like, what the heck? It's so dumb. So, no, it was a port good. city in I Russia. Like it. It's and the capital. <laughs> Stop it. Thank Peter you. the Great. S- shut up. So, it was built there to be a port city because at this point, Russia had no port cities. Moscow yeah. was river cities.
1: I was going to say, I don't think they have a port city at this time.
0: Yeah. But Petersburg was the first port city. Unfortunately, it was built um, uh, on swampland. Uh, How many swamp hand land, gestures? Essentially. <laughs> it was built on swampland. So
1: <laughs> I can't ignore that. I'm sorry, I cannot what? ignore that. Sorry,
0: someone just came out of the, to help us out. Someone,
1: unnamed person,
0: Kelsey Robinson, came. exposed, <laughs> exposed, and I really need water, so I was waving her down. Anyway,
1: Brendan was doing his rain
0: dance. Saint Petersburg exists now as a port city because someone got told Peter, my grandpa. They told no, they told Peter the Great. That he needed to have a port city to trade with people. And he was like, okay, I'll do it, whatever. And so he was like, I'll name it St. Peter.
1: I'm going to name it after me because I'm great. (laughs) So
0: we built it out of slave population. Oops! About 50,000 people died during
1: this. It looks pretty, though.
0: Oh, yeah. And then it was built on swampland, essentially. Oh, Which is not great. Never built on the
1: swampland. Yeah. So it ain't Ooh. doing well.
0: And Saint Petersburg eventually was renamed to, I think it was like
1: Peter the Great Town,
0: Leningrad or something. Yeah, I, something like that. I don't remember exactly. After Lenin,
1: um, they were gonna name it Lenin's grand, but they were like, it's kind of dumb.
0: I, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. It Lenin's grand mm-hmm. So, although my Russian geography is not perfect, so that's what Saint Petersburg, or that's what Peter the Great did. One of the main things that he did. He wasn't like. After Ivan the Terrible, all the Russian rulers just sucked monkey balls. They were they weren't bad. great. No, they were really bad. They the basic tendencies that they had was one, they thought they would be ultimate rulers and so they needed like absolute control. Two, maybe, not. they did not abolish serfdom, whereas everyone else in eastern in, in Europe got rid of serfs. So until this point, there's a little history on serfs the land worked like this so you would have a nobleman who took money from the serfs and the serfs were basically slaves they were just renamed so they're you know white people that were just or no, were whatever people they'd farm or the people. land Let's just say and they'd people. give their food to the nobles and they they pay their taxes to the nobles they didn't have any way they could move up in the rank yep. you were either a noble or a serf
1: Now, why do you think they revolted? Europe
0: was like, hey, look, we got factories. Now serfs can come into town and work in the factory and we'll pay them because they, you know, they're just working for us now rather than them working for us in a different way. I guess that's the best way to put it. Yep. So they worked instead of working the land. They were then working for a person as opposed to just working the land. Yeah. Serfs got easily abolished in the Industrial Revolution. However, Russia did not undergo the Industrial Revolution until well into uh, 1950s. Why like would we
1: eliminate serfs if we get free labor? Yeah, exactly. That's kind of dumb, man. Eh? So a <laughs> yeah. bunch of
0: Russians still existed in serfdom. Yeah, and man. And every every Russian ruler was like, "This is great. I love it." If Everyone, they say
1: Peter, I'm back. Yeah,
0: yeah. Basically, they're like, Peter "Look, Greg. serfs, your life is amazing. All no, these other it's, people, it's, they live in factories. Shut up."
1: It's not, though. Yeah. My well. feet are like rocks, because I don't own shoes. What do you
0: think about feet are like rocks? Now, this other guy. You're going
1: to roast me? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Sorry. This <laughs> other Russian I know. No.
1: <laughs> Eric with the gross feet.
0: Uh, I got a fact check. I don't... I think it's Nicholas? No. That doesn't sound right. Maybe
1: don't... Emphasize.
0: Nicholas? I'm trying to figure out what the ruler was. So, there's this ruler, and I'm just going to tell you about him. And then I'll tell you what his name is. Maybe it was Alexander. Um... So this guy basically went to Europe because he was called there. And in Europe, he basically got a boat. And that was great. <laughs> I got this boat. Huh? So it's he so loved sailing. So good. He, he really liked sailing. Was it Jimmy Buffett? But then he came back to Russia and he was like, oh no, there's no sailing here. This is
1: ice. I can only sail on the rock farms.
0: But he, he saw how well... Um, Europe
1: was doing. Hey, guys, Europe is actually not having slaves. And like, so there's no serfs over there. So <laughs> it's kind of
0: nice. If what he did was like, I know how to make us like Europe. Obviously, we just gotta make them feel like Europeans, so we'll take all the serfs and we'll dress them up like Europeans. That'll work, right?
1: I put a funny hat on the slave, and now he thinks he is king, eh? Yeah. <laughs> funny joke,
0: right? And so, all uh, that did... still slave. <laughs> ...was freeze the Russian population, because everyone had to... <laughs> Yeah,
1: literally. In Europe, all they wear is cargo shorts. Yeah. I don't know why they don't like it. Just because they can't feel their calves anymore. So
0: that guy, um, he died later of freezing. He froze to death. Because he was wearing the clothes? Yeah. He literally went to Europe where it was, like, warm all the time. And he's like, oh, look, they're wearing nice European clothes.
1: That's like if I went and to Scotland went. and I was like, huh, kilts. Perfect for the Canadian winter. Yeah. And then froze to death, basically. Like it's so dumb. That's, that's the I literally best.
0: laughed. That my heart is. <laughs> and I gotta figure out what this guy's name is because I can't remember. It, like it's. Um,
1: I went. They all went to the Gap and bought these nice tank tops. We should all check them out. Uh, Joe Fresh, nice brand. Looks good.
0: Um, Europeanization, Russia. I gotta because there's so many dudes. There's a it's um, Europeanization. Maybe it was also Peter the Great. I mean, it's the same guy.
1: Hey guys! Yeah, I'm back. Great. You should so, see what they're wearing. Four colors. I guess it was painted the great. Put Sweet. this on. Put this on. I'm gonna do it too. That's super oh, shit, super I'm awesome cold. for us. At least they look smoke. Yeah. So
0: here's the best way to imagine it. Um, so Russians basically are wearing. Uh, if you could search up an image of a Mongol, you won't point, be disappointed. The way they're their thick fur hats, thick thick fur jackets,
1: yeah, and like. Big-ass boots. They were actually dressed appropriately.
0: Yeah, because Russian winters were horrible. Why do you think the... Uh, because mud, f-
1: basically frozen
0: mud. That's like the worst thing you can possibly imagine, right? Ice-cold mud.
1: Mmm. Fill and me up.
0: So they, the, the biggest problem that happened was Peter the Great came back and he's like, Look at all these shoes that I have. and They're basically just like penny loafers.
1: Check out my Crocs. Right.
0: I guess like, you know, those little buckle shoes? Yeah. So now everyone's wearing buckle shoes during the winter.
1: Like they're William because Shakespeare. Because that's all
0: they have. Like they're William Shakespeare walking through the mud. They literally just, their feet freeze off.
1: How's that so. ruffled collar doing at minus forty? Yeah, <laughs> basically, it's pretty warm, huh? Yeah. Even though it covers like it's just one a, inch of your neck.
0: It's horrible <laughs> to think. And this guy also, um, Peter the Great had the beard tax. I think if you paid the certain amount of money, you could keep your beard. <gasps> but if not. Yes. You your beard.: oh. Now, this is... Everyone... All the serfs hated him because of this. Because everyone in Russia... Had a beard. It was a like beard, a sign were,
1: of power. It, it was like a sign of respect, basically. And respect, yeah. It was like you have some years on you. You got a beard.
0: And then Peter came back and he was like, beards are outlawed because I didn't see no beards in, in Britain. So. Unless
1: you want to have like a fun goatee. <laughs> yeah. I'll let you have a goatee.
0: So you have to pay some money to get some fun goatees.
1: I'm Peter and I'm great. Bye. And then he
0: also went and built St. Petersburg, which failed. That's why... Sorry. So I was a little bit confused earlier. He built St. Petersburg because he loved to sail. And, and that's the way the whole boat story comes in.
1: So he's like, we need ports and sailing. But we're like basically mm-hmm. landlocked. But Okay.
0: Now moving ahead, there's a... um, th- She almost deserves an episode of her own. We have to talk about Catherine the Great. Uh-oh. Now if we were to ever sum up <laughs> the two biggest things of Catherine is that she was a great woman leader and she <clears throat> really loved sex toys. Yep. Yeah.
1: Oh, so. remember her, like, the table with all, like, the penises engraved yeah. in it? So, weirdest thing. She had a lot of dicks around. She
0: really liked, and she, I'm pretty
1: sure she had the foot tickler. I really admire her, honestly. It's I really right. want her home decor set up.
0: She had, like, dildo chairs, so, like, imagine a chair with a dildo on it. You, yeah, that's I, it. Like, I made a new chair for you, Kathy. All over You want to
1: see it? Yes, I want to see it. Like. Okay, so what happened is you sit and... It looks like toilet, right? But no, it's surprise. <laughs> a surprise. Big fist come out the bottom. Into your bottom. That's what you asked for, right? Oh, no. Yeah? Uh, oh, oh, it's no. good, yeah? Yes. If it misses, though, you get broken tailbone. <laughs> so, <may> wind lose. <laughs> so. We have to warm it up in the winter because it's too cold.
0: <laughs> that's what Catherine the Great's basically doing. She's also a great woman leader. That's That's the other thing. She had... A bunch of power, yeah. She was pretty good. Um, I'm trying to uh, like moron Catherine because
1: she's. <laughs> you just said moron Catherine.
0: Sorry, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> not Catherine. You're fine.
1: Catherine moron. She was the Empress of Russia
0: from 1762 to 1796. Uh, let's just get some facts thrown out. She came to power following a coup d'état when her husband Peter the Third was overthrown. Then she she ruled. She had a ton of fun. Yeah, she did with all their dicks. And she actually came the closest to eliminating serfdom out of all the Russian czars.
1: That's really impressive, actually. Yeah.
0: So she was like, oh, maybe we should get rid of the slaves. And then everyone was like, Catherine, you're a woman. Don't do that. Yeah, you don't get votes. Yeah, and then anyway, she died. And oh, well, maybe we should have given her a vote. I know this this is where it comes really unfortunate because following Catherine the Great, there's these leaders, um, and this is building up through the Russian Revolution. We're so close to Stalin now. Oh, come on. So... Following Catherine the Great in 1792, we now have the 1800s. Now in the 1800s, they finally figure out after Catherine the Great that they really need to get rid of serfdom. And so what this one guy does, i got to remember his name because there's so many different names and I finding it really hard
1: to remember names here. That's why you normally just go up notes.
0: Yeah, but I didn't have a ton of time to write notes this week. So. Man, no shame. Uh, there's Paul. He doesn't have anything to do with this.
1: <laughs> Hello, my name's Paul. i kind, of <laughs> kind of just been watching the whole time. I've been around here for about uh, 700 years. Um, my name's Paul. Bye. See you.
0: I think it was Alexander the First. Now, Alexander was during the Neopolin- Na- Napoleonic Wars.
1: <laughs> Neapolitan. Sorry. Oh. So <laughs> It was strawberry, vanilla, and chocolate. It um, was a hard time.
0: Is this the guy who got blown up? Mm. No, he's not the guy who got blown up. Later on. So, after these guys, there's a ton of rulers. We're, we'll get into Russian history some other time. Next episode. Yeah, yeah, really. I'll cover it all. I think it was Alexander the Second who got blown up, but this is where it becomes really unfortunate. Yeah, it's Alexander it's the II. It's been
1: pretty unfortunate the whole so time. So, he
0: was known as Alexander the Liberator. This is the guy we're getting at. John the Revelator. This is Alexander the Liberator. He's called Liberator because... He tried to liberate the slaves, get rid of the slave class. He's like the However, Abraham Lincoln of Russia. Two issues. Number one, there was nowhere for the slaves to go, so they basically became slaves again. Number two, <laughs> the slaves got really upset at this fact that he was just like, hey, you can be free slaves. And they're like, no, we can't. And he was like, yes, you can. Just do it, slaves. Why? <laughs> where, where would you even go? There's exactly. no, like, Motel
1: 6. There's no
0: factories or anything. Oh, I anyway. built this mud hut. So, great. basically they went from abolished slaves and he went around he announced it to everyone. He was like, the slaves are now free. And everyone was like, what does that mean? Yeah, what, what is it? it what, what do about, we do now?
1: Do we get like a job or something? No. That's How do we live? Do we, uh, but everything so costs money. He we liberated
0: know? everyone and everyone was like, great. All the nobles at least. So, <laughs> that's what the nobles felt. Hmm. And then, after this, Russia went into great turmoil because there was no transition period. He was just like, slaves are gone. Figure it out. Bye. But how do how do we yeah. run an economy now? And so everybody got upset. And, and they said, that's not how you do this. you got to have some sort of transition. And so they, they started revolting, and then there was a couple of assassination attempts. Now, his son... On who? On, on him, I've, Alexander Second. Oh, okay. Now, Alexander the Liberator was assassinated by being blown up, he was super blown up. Was in, he um,
1: blown up on Catherine's fist chair? No, he got that's like too bad. Kaboomed.
0: So, <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: is that his obituary? So there's
0: like uh, in what town was it? He was in uh, Saint Petersburg actually. He was he was just riding his carriage, and so f- for whatever and reason, and the Irish people
1: mafia was like, <laughs> let's go plant a car bomb. Yeah. So
0: uh, there's sorry, that was really funny. You're welcome. Um. Basically, everyone had told Alexander at this point. They're like, literally, if you go outside, people are going to kill you. And he's like, it doesn't matter. I, I want to get my picture taken. It basically. So, he's like, people got to know that I don't care. And so he goes out in this carriage and immediately hey, he babe. rounds the corner and then boom, he blows up. Now, at this uh, point, he, he lives for a little bit. and then How? Of course. He's <laughs> just know. a severed head over <laughs> there. Alexander the Third, his son, hanging around, who was born... Um, he I was know, born. What was his name? He was really born. His name was... John I, know, I guess he's, he's Alexander Third of, wow. of Russia. He saw this happen. He saw the, the get blown up. And how, I w- how <laughs> it was described to That's me... kind of funny. ...was that this is what happens when you try and liberate the slaves. And so immediately after this, he went... And tightened control on the slaves and oh. brought back serfdom,
1: um, which is
0: basically why Hey, can the you... Russian revolution, basically why.
1: Imagine that, though. If you were a slave basically all your life, and they're like, you're free. And then like two weeks later, they're like, no, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're owned by me again. I'm <laughs> sorry for that. Basically. A little lapse in judgment. You're like, but I was going to live it big and own an entire rock. No, and you get really mad, and yeah. Then, because another issue with the Russian Revolution is all the. Uh, I'll talk about it next episode. Yeah. If I get into it now, I'm gonna go on a tangent, and I so, want to be more educated before I go on a tangent.
0: Here's the biggest thing that you have to realize now. Recap corner. The serfs. It actually almost worked with Catherine, and then obviously Alexander II came by, and, bam, the serfs were free. They had nowhere to go, no transition. The serfs got mad, and they attacked him. Now. Following that, Alexander III comes by and he says, nope, they had their chance.
1: You tried to liberate them. You died because of it. No one else is going to die trying to liberate these slaves. We're going to lock them back up again. And then everything will be fine. Yeah, he did that. And then we got nothing to worry about.
0: And for the next hundred or so years, we have the struggle of the Russian throne uh, end, essentially, following a violent revolution. So... There's no, no peace anymore. What happens is he tightens control and everybody hates it because it doesn't make any sense because the rest of the world has moved on. Everyone At, at this point in Europe, they have slaves in Africa, but at this point in Europe, there's factories. Sorry. There's factories. There's America, you know, the 1800s. They're about to liberate the slaves in eighteen fifty.
1: Spoiler alert for the next episode. I was yeah. doing some research on um, Russian Revolution and there was this one account of this woman. Who basically wrote down, like, um my son has finally been freed. He was born into slavery, and I can finally, like, hold him for the first time and be with him. Mm-hmm. And then two weeks later, she was like, he killed himself because of this. Yeah. So, Russian Revolution is going to be really sad.
0: Basically, yeah. This is where we, we have to pass on the turd. Torch. Sorry, the turd.
1: Pass on the turd. Ter- <laughs> so, we moved from,
0: the... just to recap, we came all the way from Charles V of the Holy Roman Empire who knew Suleiman the Great. And Suleiman the Great had a son, Selim II, mm-hmm. Selim II, made a deal with Ivan the Terrible. It's Selim, but okay. Whatever. Selim II made a deal with Ivan the Terrible. Then we traced down the Russian line. I didn't go through all the names, obviously, well, but cares? we come to all the Russian revolutions stuff now because we talked about Peter the Great, who built St. Petersburg. Autocracy and all sorts of nonsense that was going on with him being like, "Let's dress up like Europeans; it'll be fun," and everyone died. So, and then we have, you know, Catherine the Great, who almost she we didn't give her enough credit in this episode, and we'll probably cover her some future episode because she deserves her episode of her own.
1: Absolutely.
0: I'm, and now we have Alexander the Second, who tried to liberate the slaves, didn't work, and then and Alexander then the Third, was like, well, that was didn't like, work, better screw the them. slaves, yeah, better assassinate all future slave. Revolters. We could have done this podcast in like ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and so there we go. We've got these guys. Now, basically, after Alexander the Third, everything continues on like that. There's no change. Rough a,
1: intro, but we got there in the end
0: I for a hundred years. Yeah, we did. We got there. And then we have uh, just a little bit. Eric's going to talk about tomorrow, uh, the next episode, which will be You're Wednesday. Not g- There's not going to be a break. We promise. So, <laughs> yeah, there'll be uh, that little. The next episode will come out. We're talking about the Russian Revolution, so look forward to that. And we'll finally uh, get to Lenin, and then we'll finally get to Stalin, and then Stalin's going to be the last episode.
1: The last episode of the season. Yep. Let's clarify. We're not done after that. Yeah. We're not going to be done for a long
0: time. So this is the owl.
1: This is is the owl. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, Robinson K, Rob Vote 80s, Shrek 2, Doctor Who. And my Snapchat at Dr. Fantasty, And you're listening to us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud. That owl was because the cat bit me. And on any RSS feed. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. I'll see you in the next video. Don't forget to share it. Sharon? Also, go to our <laughs> Patreon.com, Sharon, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, donate to our Patreon. Thank you very much, Sharon, Yes, uh, for donating. Sweet. Can we just call our entire fan base Sharon? Sharon. No. Sharon. <laughs> Anyway. anyway, thanks for listening, Sharon. Uh, back at you Jinx. with a new episode tomorrow. Bye. I mean, on that. Wednesday. Don't come back tomorrow. Go away. So let us rest you monsters. <laughs> yeah. Bye, Sharon. Thank you, guys. Bye.